0: You are now listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. What's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in to the Clear Perspective Podcast. I'm so excited to be able to share with you um, on this amazing topic today called broken mirrors omg today's podcast is going to be amazing i'm so glad that you decided to join in and uh, if you tuned into the last episode thank you so much thank you for all the overwhelming love and support that i've gotten from everyone who's checked it out Um, I can't even begin to express how encouraged I am that um, all the positive feedback and the things, even the constructive criticism um, to be able to help be able to grow and mature in this thing. Um, I'm still very new to this podcasting thing. It's been an amazing journey and I'm so grateful to God for this opportunity. So I want to say thank you again for tuning in. My name is Gil Finley, and I am your host of the Clear Perspective Podcast. I want to say, if you haven't checked out the last episode, The Genesis, go ahead and check that out. Um, It is an amazing, amazing podcast, our first episode, where we talked about our Genesis moment. But if you're tuning in for the first time, and for whatever reason, you're listening to episode two, I've done that before, I've listened to podcasts out of order based on what i thought was interesting (laughs) so what is the clear perspective podcast well this podcast is for those who are looking for answers those who are looking to have a clear perspective on life and being able to understand what god is saying um, to be able to talk about things topics that may not be talked about in bible study or at Sunday morning services or whatever church service, or whether you go to church on the Sabbath, which some people believe is, or don't go to church on the Sabbath, which is on Saturdays or whatever the case may be, however, wherever you worship um, and you decide to go and assemble yourself, or even if you don't, or if you don't even consider yourself to be a Christian, well, my hope is that at some point in time, you will embrace Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior but as i always say that's another discussion for another day and i would love to have that with you um, if you want to you can always reach out i'm always open and i'll get to how you can reach me here at the end but why should you listen to the clip perspective podcast there's so many podcasts out now um everybody's in a podcast i got a podcast you got a podcast she got a podcast he got a podcast we got a podcast they got a podcast everybody and their mama has a podcast but why the Clip perspective podcast well if you're tuning in god spoke to me and told me that this podcast was for the one jesus said that he would leave the 99 to go get the one and i believe that you're the one that god is searching after he's you're the one who he is drawing, and you have either are in two places. Either you are answering that call, or you're now recognizing that he is calling you. And I'm so excited that you decided to tune in. So I wanna make this clear. I am not your source. Although there may be things that are so drawing, um, I know that the things that I may say may be so encouraging, so inspiring. I'm just a connection to the true source, And that source is Jesus Christ. And he lives within me just as he's wanting to live in you or he's currently living in you. And I am just blessed and grateful to be able to steward this opportunity to be able to share his heart. So in our last episode, we talked about um, the Genesis moment, being able to really come into the clear perspective of what God is saying about me, my life, my past, my present, and my future. And we talked about really being able to understand that the things that we've experienced, the things that we've gone through, the things that we see, the things that we, um, the things that we, we have going on around us, those things do not define us. And the genesis moment of coming to the clear perspective is realizing that I do not have to live as a victim. I don't have to live as anything or any other label that God is not labeling me, and that is being a son and daughter of God, that is being a representative and ambassador of Christ. So that's what we talked about in the last podcast. If you haven't checked that out, go back and check that out. It's gonna be a very, very refreshing and encouraging podcast. But before we get into today's topic, I want to go ahead and pray. Father, thank you, Lord, so much for every person who's listening to this podcast. Lord, I thank you that this podcast will be an encouragement will be stirred, God. I thank you, Lord, that even as I speak, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're speaking to me. We're all in need of encouragement. We're all needing a word from you. So, Lord, I bless every person who's listening to this podcast, those who will listen to this podcast in the near future or so later on down the road, whenever you desire for them to check this podcast out. Father, thank you, Lord, that you'll speak a Kairos moment, a right now moment. Have that Kairos moment with them and me. Also, because I need this too, God, I thank you, Lord, that we're on this journey together with you into the clear perspective that you have in Jesus name, everybody say, and you say, let the church say, amen. (laughs) So I'm very loose and like, I love to have fun. And so I'm very interactive person. So if you've ever heard me teach or preach or share, whatever the case may be, you know I'm very responsive. So I'm going to talk to you like I'm sitting there listening to you, talking to you, having conversation with you, and I want you to respond to me back. Can we do that? Okay, great. All right. So we're talking about broken mirrors. And um, this is a topic that I love. I love talking about image and identity and... All that good stuff. Um, but I feel like God is wanting to give me is has given me a different perspective. You're gonna hear me say that word a lot, clear perspective or perspective. Hint hence the uh title clear perspective podcast. So, but broken mirrors. What do you think when you hear the words broken mirrors? So many of you are gonna be listening to this podcast you're gonna be working out you're gonna be at your desk you're gonna be um, with your family you're gonna be riding down the road i want you to really take this journey with me okay so take a deep breath uh, and relax i need you to put your thinking cap on this podcast is going to be a thinking pod uh thinking podcast okay so put your thinking cap on. Remember back in kindergarten, elementary school, i put your thinking cap on. Okay, I need you to put your thinking cap on, but I need you to think, have the mind of Christ. We're gonna put on the mind of Christ, which means we're gonna put on God's way of thinking so that we can see what he's saying about our lives. Okay, let's go. Broken mirrors. So again, what do you think about when you hear the word broken mirrors? I want you to do this for me. Whether you are running or whether you're at home or whether you are in the car, I want you to take a moment, if you're in the car, if you're driving the highway, do this later on or do it some kind of way. Maybe take a quick quick glance, okay? If you come, maybe if you come to a stop or you come to, you know, some slow traffic, I want you to do this. If you can, I want you to either do one of two things. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror for 10 seconds, and I'm going to get quiet. I want you to look at yourself for 10 seconds. You can pause the podcast or whatever you want to do. But I'm going to pause for 10 seconds. And I want you to look at yourself in the mirror. I want you to stare at yourself in the mirror. Okay? Ready? Go. Okay. What do you see? What did you see? When you looked at the mirror or when you put out your camera on your phone to take a selfie or to stare at yourself in the camera, what did you see? Did you see flaws? Did you see things that you didn't like? Did you automatically fix something on your face or fix something on your hair or look at your eyes, look at your teeth, look at your head, look at your uh, scarring, look at your whatever, what did you look at? There's a study that says that a person can't look at themselves for more than 10 seconds in the mirror without seeing something they don't like. How do we get into these places? We're supposed to be fearfully and wonderfully made, but we still struggle to be able to see that fearfully wonderfully made we see the fearful part because we're afraid that people see the things that we don't like about ourselves and that's what insecurities come from we're afraid that if you see what i see about myself i'm going to be embarrassed i'm going to be ashamed there's things that are going to be exposed about me that i don't want you to know because i don't like the person that i am so let's define what the word mirror is mirror is a reflective surface that reflects a clear image how many of you, or, or if you're listening in a group, or if you're listening individually, is the image that you're seeing yourself from, is it a clear surface? Is it a clear image? Are you seeing yourself through a clear image? Are you seeing yourself through a clear mirror? Are you seeing yourself through a broken mirror? A fractured memory? A fractured memory? A fractured experience these things that we see ourselves from we look to when we look back and we see an image of ourselves when we look at ourselves in our mirror do we do you see do you see yourself for your mistakes do you see yourself for your failures do you see yourself for uh, the things that you don't like that you've done all the pain the anguish the suffering what do you see in this mirror what mirror are you looking at now let's define broken It means having been fractured or damaged and no longer in one piece or in working order. A lot of us are looking at all different kinds of mirrors. I look to you for a mirror. I look to social media for a mirror. I look to people at my job as a a mirror. I look to people in church as a mirror. I look to all these different, we have all these different mirrors that are not the image that we are supposed to be taking on. We've been taking on fragmented images we've been taking on broken images and we've tried to take on other images that is not us and we wonder why we are struggling to find our identity struggling to find where we belong struggling to find where we fit in but god is wanting to be able to show you the truth of who you are the bible says it it talks about how we behold the word of god as an image as a mirror. We behold Christ as a mirror. God is wanting you to know that his word is the only thing that is going to be able to give you the clear perspective, the clear image, the clear mirror to be able to see yourself. How can you ever know that you've been living a lie if you never experienced the truth? Well, how do I know the Bible is true, Gil? Well, the Bible says that all scripture is for the edification, for the correcting, for the reproof, for all these different things because it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna always infer and always push you to the word of God because it is the only place where you will receive truth. And what is truth? Who is truth? Well, Jesus said, I am the truth. I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. Well, we know John eight thirty two. John 8 32 says that you should know the truth and the truth will make you free. So as you begin to know the truth and as you begin to study the word of God and you spend time reading the Bible, you're going to be able to get to know the person behind the words. God is trying to wake you up to see that there's so much more to your life than where you are. Well, Gil, I'm not necessarily broken. I don't see myself negative and I actually think I look good. Well, the problem is, is that with that, even that mentality shows that you're looking through a fragmented mirror because you're seeing something higher than what you actually are. And that comes from you trying to suppress the things that you've, I've gone through or things, or things have been built up that if your esteem has been built up in yourself and that in itself is not a good, it's a fragmented, it's a fragmented reflection a fragment it's a fragment of who you are but it's not the truth of who you are so that goes to my next point let's talk about facts versus truth and this is where a lot of people struggle with you may be in a fact where you are struggling with all different types of things depression anxiety perversion pornography masturbation you may be struggling with doubt unbelief you may be struggling with all different kinds of things that's a fact that could be a very fact but it's not the truth because jesus says that remember i'm the truth and what i say about you is the truth of what's going on so the bible says that you're loved so if you're feeling lonely that means God, the bible says in deuteronomy that he said he will be with you until the ends of the earth he said he would never leave you nor forsaken you he will never abandon you so jesus is always going to be there if he said if it says that you're broken well Jesus came to make me whole he came he bore all my bruises and all he took on all my iniquities he took all of that so that I could be healed if it says that you will be cursed and you will, all your you're dumb you're stupid you're uh you won't ever mount anything well that's not true because God is for me and if anybody is against me now who can stand against the Lord no one. So I want you to be encouraged to know that although these things may be facts in your life, yes, you made mistakes. Yes, you made wrong choices. Yes, you believe lies, but that's not the truth of who you are. In a court case, it could be saying that, yes, you were there at the, God forbid, at the scene of a crime, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you committed. It's not the truth that you committed that crime. Well, God is saying that about you. Yes, these are facts. Yes, it is a fact that you did commit sin. Yes, it is that you you said you were going to give him your uh, uh, undivided attention, that you were going to study more, that you were going to pray more, that you were going to spend time communing with him. Or you said you were going to go to church. You say that every week and you say, I'm going to go next Sunday. I'm going to go next Sunday. And then we go down to all the way to December or we go to Christmas or we go to Mother's Day, all the big holidays where people go decide to go to church and then they don't come back. So even in that, he's even though they made the fact would say that you are a liar, that you are a manipulator, that you are a user, and all these different things. That's not the truth of who you are. It's because you've believed a fragmented image because of the experiences, because of the influences around you that Satan has tried to use to relabel, reshape you. To remember, the Bible says, "Do not be conformed this to the world, uh, to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." So he's God is trying to. transform transform. transform you out of that conformity that you've had through all the experiences and things that you've gone through in life. I say this all the time. Satan is trying to get you to consistently live from the outside in when God is wanting you to live from the inside out. Amen. Lights. I'm talking good. Listen, God is wanting you to know that you're not your feelings and your emotions. My goodness, you are not your feelings and emotions. I want to challenge you to know that you are not your feelings and emotions. You are not your experiences. You are who God is saying that you are. And the only way that you will be able to see that, only way that you'll be able to know that is when you have a firsthand encounter with truth. Why do you feel like it's so hard and so difficult for you to read and study your Bible? It's, a, it's, it's Satan doesn't want you to know the truth because he knows the moment that you truly allow this stuff to get in your mind and get into your heart as you meditate on it and really think about it and ponder it and allow it to change your mentality and you come into a place of repentance where repentance means that you have a change of mindset and a change of action, then it changes the game. And this podcast is about game changers. So today, we're going to change the game because now we're going to understand that we're not to live from broken mirrors, but we're supposed to live from the mirror, the one who we're supposed to reflect, and that's Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Is this good or what? I'm getting encouraged. I'm getting excited. So let's talk about this because you may say, well, Gil, this sounds good. This is really good. I'm I'm really curious. I'm really intrigued. But why does it seem so hard for me to be able to break free from the image that I see of myself? Well, second Corinthians chapter four, verse four says this. Now I'm reading the in the New American Standard Bible. And you may hear me read from different versions of the Bible. Um, I list I use a different um, types of or different translations of the Bible for different reasons for to be able to help. Show different angles, and when I'm studying, give me different perspectives. But I do use the King James Version as a base, so just a little tidbit there. But anyway, Second Corinthians chapter 4, and then uh, the NASB Version says this In whose case the God of this world, which is Satan, little g, not big G, it says the God of this world, meaning earth, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they may not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. That's why you haven't been able to get free. That's why you struggle to be able to say, okay, I can be like God. I can be who God is saying I can be because Satan has blinded you through your unbelief. Well, how do I get, how do I even, how do I even get free from unbelief? Jesus says, in his word, you have not because you ask not. Well, that's it in James. The Bible says that you have not because you ask not. There's things that you may not necessarily know that you are struggling with, or you may not necessarily know that you need to be set free from. So God show me, the prayer you should pray is, God show me what it is that I need to get free from. What is holding me back? And the Holy Spirit, he teaches us all things. He reveals all things to us. And God desires for you to be free. So he's not gonna withhold any good thing from you. So when your eyes become open, and Isaiah 61, it talks about how Jesus came to restore the sight of the blind. God does not want you to be blinded to his perspective about you. He wants you to see who you are in him. And he wants you to be that very same image on the earth. And that is the image of God, which is through Christ Jesus. That is something to be excited about. God would not call you to do something he has not equipped you to do. I'll say that again. God has not called you to be or do something he has not equipped you to do. That would be in a place of putting you an immediate place of failure but god has given you the bible says that he's given us to all things pertaining to life and godliness so you're not lacking any good thing because god is a good father and he gives gifts freely and he gives them without repentance but you know the thing about it is is that okay i get into this place of where i um go through i start going through the motions and going through and say okay i believe i believe but a lot of times we can get into this place where we get um, caught up in the motions. And I wanna talk about me for a, sep- for a second. A lot of times we can get into these places where, okay, where somebody's preaching at you, but you don't necessarily know if you feel the same thing. And this podcast is gonna be a little bit longer than normal um, because this is a really sensitive topic to me and it's something I really, really enjoy. So if you listen to the whole thing, awesome. If not, it's okay. I just really wanna share my heart. So I want to talk a little bit about me. So this is what the reason why this is so important to me is because I struggled heavily with low self-esteem for years. I would say probably around 2016 um, coming into 2017 is when I really started really embracing and being okay with being on my own skin. Because I started to, I was comparing myself. I was looking for validation from people and wanting to be in relationship and never been good enough. And I have all these different experiences, all these different things. I used to struggle really bad with acne and I had really bad scarring and I, me personally, I used to hate taking pictures. I used to hate taking uh, uh, group pictures or any type of picture. It didn't matter. Uh, I didn't like have. I didn't like looking at myself in the mirror. I would even, cause I wear glasses, so sometimes I would take my glasses off, so I wouldn't have to look at my face, or it would be blurry and I couldn't see as clear as what uh, I-, I would is with my glasses on. I would do a lot of different things because I didn't like my own skin. And because of my scarring and because of my, I, gained, I was a, a chubbier guy. I wasn't big, but I wasn't in shape. I, I had lost a lot of, I didn't care about myself anymore. And I feel like that's where a lot of people are. Because of your life experiences and things that you have going on, you, you, you've, you've given up on your, on your self-esteem, you've given up on, on yourself, your house looks a wreck, your car looks a wreck, you, everything about you is a mess. I've been in that place, please know I've been in that place. But the only way out of it is Jesus. He's your image. He's the one who loves you. He's the one who's going to heal that brokenness. And there's a place where you can get into denial. I used to hear stuff about like rejection and all this other stuff and I'm like, what? Rejection? No way, me, rejected. I'm not going because I was a happy go lucky guy. I mean, I was just very excited. I was the life of the party. I still love to have fun and still love to joke around. But I didn't know there's things that we're suffering from and that we deal with that we don't even know we're dealing with. And it gets into this place of what we call in psychology. Now this is what we're talking about. Put your thinking cap on. I want you to say this word these words with me. Cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance which means a situation involving conflicting attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors, which produce a feeling of mental discomfort leading to an alteration in one of the attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors to reduce the discomfort and restore balance. For example, people smoke, people drink, alcohol, even though it's proving that those things cause cancer and the label clearly states that, hey, this is poison, this contains poison, but people still do it or people have sex or have per, protected, quote unquote, whatever that means, protected sex, which really is not really protected. Yeah, it may be physical protected, but you're not spiritually protected. That's another podcast. Even though it will lead to pregnancy, STDs, STIs, soul ties, etc. So the the problem with is that we go through these things and although we have conflicting ideas and feelings and beliefs about these things, we still go through things or we still make decisions regardless of the consequences because of the pursuit of obtaining what we're desiring. And so I, me personally, my way of trying to make myself feel better was being able to try to find myself through relationships and I'm gonna be really transparent with you guys. Okay, so I have personally never really truly had a quote-unquote girlfriend that I would say counts. So I had a couple little whatever's that last maybe a week or month or whatever. So, and that used to really bother me because I it was like I was always so good, so nice, and oh, I'm not ready for you, and you deserve somebody better, and I was always cool enough to mess around with or talk to, but I was never good enough to be the boyfriend, and that used to make me so angry, because I was like, why am I not good enough, why am I not, what, what's wrong with me, and then I was like, well, maybe it's because of my physical appearance. And then I began to hate myself. And, and these things, I didn't even know. I wouldn't say like, oh, I hate myself. But how I carry myself, I didn't like myself. I didn't like looking at myself in the mirror. I didn't like taking pictures. I was just, uh, gosh, it was just a terrible place. But when I really got to the place where I'm like, okay, God, I cannot continue to live this way. This, I know this is not for me. This is not the lifestyle that you want me to live. And that's where the place you have to get to is getting out of those places, like coming to the end of yourself, saying, God, I cannot do this. I've tried so many different things. I've tried to do relationships. I've tried to deal with people. I've tried to do all these different things, and none of them have ever fulfilled me. You will never, ever be able to fulfill that void and emptiness in your life except with the love of God. He's the one who takes away the pain. He's the one who takes away the shame, the guilt, the condemnation, all those things. He takes it away. And he does that by showing you the image of who you really are. Not what you see with your physical eyes, but who you are as a daughter or a son of God, the righteousness of Christ, a reflection of God on the earth. That's awesome. You're amazing. I want you to take a second. Look at your fingers if you can. If you're driving, okay, be careful if you're driving. If you're running on the treadmill or on the elliptical, just be careful, okay? I want you to look at your fingers. I'm looking at my fingers right now. There's over 7 billion people on this planet. No one on the planet has the same fingerprint as you. You're one of one. You're unique. You're whole. You're distinct. God made you the way that you are. He made, your, he made your head, he made your eyes, he made your ears, he made your body. Um, yes, you may not be comfortable with your weight, but what I'm saying is your, your height, your, your feet, your toes, everything about you is unique. And he wants to use everything about you to be able to get his image on the earth. God cannot do anything on the earth without you. So imagine what he can do with you if you just allow him to show you how important, and how valuable you are to him. So a lot of people are in a place of spiritual, cognitive dissonance, where we know that sin keeps us from God. It's wrong, it damages us, it damages others. Yet we suppress those feelings in exchange for the satisfaction or the adrenaline that we receive from the high that we feel from fulfilling our desires, that, that pleasure, Oh my gosh, we want that pleasure. And do we want it bad? It's caused us relationships. It's caused us opportunities. It's caused us jobs. It's caused us money. It's caused us family. It's caused us all these different things. I'm speaking for myself. I'm preaching to myself. Is this good? Are y'all get are you are you with me? Okay. Because listen. I'm telling you, I've been in these places where just being so religious and legalistic and legalism or legalist being legalistic means um, working, doing, trying to do good works to prove your righteousness and salvation. And so I would be very legal, uh, be a very legalistic trying to prove myself to God. You can't prove yourself to God. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to make God love you any more or less. So stop working so hard. And then because all that does is try to get get you in a place of where is you're never good enough. You're going to always feel like you're not doing enough. No, 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 no. We have the grace of God, which means God's ability. Philippians 2:13 talks about how it's God who's at work effectively in us to help us to fulfill our purpose for his good pleasure. So, what God is doing is he's trying to get you to get out of the way so that he can come into your life and so that you can be able to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. This is where a lot of people are. Firstly, uh Philippians, sorry, Philippians 3:18 through 19 says this. And this is in the NLT for I've told you often before. And I say it again with tears in my eyes that there are many of those who conduct whose conduct shows that they are really enemies of the cross. They are heading for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things and they only think about this life here on earth. That's where Satan wants you to be at. He wants you to live as an enemy of Christ. As the cross of Christ, meaning this, not to say that you hate God and you curse him. No, 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 no. It's because your flesh, the Bible says your flesh is an enemy towards God, which means your appetite, your desires, which your flesh is, des, is designed by it because it's in a sinful nature. Even if you're born again, you have to continuously, that's why Jesus said you have to continuously deny yourself so that our old nature that is gone, is buried, would, would not try to be resurrected. Jesus has stripped the power of sin off of your life, but there is a place where we can go in and we can allow our appetites to can become our God, which means Lord, which means ruler, which means we live from what I want to do. Do you know that your preferences and your perspectives, even whether it be just about you have a negative pessimistic view about yourself that can become an idol in your life because you're allowing your life to be functioning through an, a false identity, through a false thing that is, or a source that is not God. And God will not have that. Anything that has your attention, anything that has your loyalty more to it or them, God will disrupt it because he will have no other God before him. He's a jealous God. He is a awesome, amazing lover. So you may say, Gil, okay, this sounds good. I understand that I've been looking from a a definite perspective. terrible broken mirror i've been looking from the perspective of all the things that i've gone through what can i do what do i need to do well god is simply asking you this question do you see what i see do you know what i know (laughs) he's asking you that do you see what i see he doesn't see you for your brokenness he doesn't see you for your pain He doesn't see you for the things that you've been through. He sees you as this. Genesis chapter one, verse 26. And the King James Version says this. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Wow. You, me, all of us on this planet we created in the image of God. We're talking about the God who created the stars, the universe, which the universe is not God. God created the universe. He created everything around us. Everything. And you mean to tell me that you're made in the likeness and image of God? Let me ask you this question. Is God ugly? Be real. Is God ugly? Do you think God is ugly? Okay. If God is not ugly, then do, and you're made in his likeness and his image. Does that mean that you're ugly? Okay, thank you. So don't ever think ever again in your life that you're ugly and stop looking for people for validation to figure out if you're pretty or if you're ugly, if you're handsome, if you're cute, if you're fine, if you're sexy. Listen, no, listen, you ain't got to tell me I look good because I know my God looks good. So I know I look good. Thank you. Appreciate your two cents, but you can keep it. (laughs) You're creating the likeness in the image of God. God loves you, he loves you, he loves you, he loves you and he wants you to teach you how to love and value yourself the way that he loves and values you. That's been one of my prayers for years and it's really helped me. I wanna challenge you to do that. God, teach me how to love myself, teach me how to see myself, teach me how to value myself the way that you value me and how you love me, how you see me and do you know that will keep you out of all those toxic situationships and relationships you've been in? It'll keep you out of that depression and keep you out of that anxiety, that fear, that shame, that embarrassment, that disgust that you have of yourself. God is calling you to more. And he's this is this is just such an amazing opportunity. God is inviting you in. Jesus always provides a way of escape. He does not want to see you continuously live less than what he has for you. I want to say this and I'm, I'm done here. He says to this to you, you don't have to live in the bed that you made or the bed that someone else made for you. In John chapter five, there was a man who was sitting at the pool of Bethesda waiting for 38 years to be healed, waiting opportunity after opportunity once a year to get into the water when the angel would stare the water. And then people would be healed. And every time someone would come in front of them, oh my God, I used to hate that. I always felt like everyone else was getting prophetic words. Everyone else was getting blessed. Everyone else was getting relationships. Everybody's doing this. And I always live in comparison. Listen, even now, I break that spirit of comparison off of your mind right now in Jesus name you will no longer compare yourself to anyone except for Christ and it will not be in a place of condemnation guilt shame or pessimism but it will be in a place of measurement where you allow him to transform you in your mind and transform your heart and clear your perspective so that you have his perspective towards you from the finished work of the cross and I'm telling you this is going to be an awakening for you because Jesus is saying this to you Will you be made whole? The same question that he asked the man. The man was making so many excuses. We have so many excuses of why we can't do this. Why we can't do that. Why we can't. I can't, I don't, I can't let go. I can't. Ha- I have so many different things. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't help it. I can't help this. Well, Jesus said, I'm going to have to go away so that I can send the helper. So, and who's the helper? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gets rid of the can't help it. So when you rely on him you can't help it. So I want to challenge you. Rely on the Holy Spirit. If you don't know who the Holy Spirit is, it's God's Spirit who wants to live inside of you. He's the one who wants to lead your life. It's the God's Spirit, God Spirit on the inside of you, leading you, guiding you. He's the one who's your connection piece to God. The Lord is standing at looking at you right now where you are and all of your mess and all your pride and all your brokenness and all your anger and all these different things. He's looking and saying to you, will you be made whole? I want to ask you that. Will you be made whole? Will you allow God to heal you? Will you allow him to restore you? Will you allow him to show you the truth of who you are? Listen, I'm excited for you. I know that God is going to do an amazing turnaround in your life. I want to thank you again for tuning into the clip perspective podcast i'm so excited for where we're going as a family this is a family thing this is a conversation between family because we're kingdom family i want to encourage you share this if this has been an impact to you if you've enjoyed this share this uh you can follow us on instagram at tcpp2020 on instagram or the Clip perspective podcast page on facebook Listen, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror every day. And I want you to look at yourself from the perspective of God. I want you to take, look at yourself, take some selfies, love on yourself, take yourself out to dinner. Stop waiting for everybody else to do it. Stop waiting on people to take you out on a date. Go on a date with Jesus. How about that? Do something different. Dress up nice for yourself. Stop looking for people to give you uh, uh, compliments and all this stuff. No, 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 no. Look good for yourself most importantly look good for god how about that that sounds good to me it should sound good to you so i want you to follow and subscribe this is going to continue to be out on all different podcast platforms it's now available on google Podcasts. i'm still working on apple Podcasts. thanks for being patient i love you i know you may not even know me but i love you because jesus loves me and he's showing me that if he loves me and god's no respected person that means i love you too Again, thanks again. My name is Gil Finley. I'm your host of the Clear Perspective podcast. And listen, I'm excited about your future, okay? It's gonna be amazing. Let's do this. We got the clear perspective. No more broken mirrors. We're looking to the mirror and that's Jesus Christ. So I wanna pray for you. Father, thank you so much for what you're doing in every person who's listening to this podcast life. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that we'll no longer look through the broken, fragmented mirror, but we'll look through the mirror of who you're saying that we are. And that is the mirror of your word father thank you lord for giving us understanding that when we open up our bibles to really truly find out who you're saying that we are we'll be inspired we'll be encouraged we'll be healed we'll be loved we'll be nurtured we'll be nourished god that we will be able to see ourselves the way that you see us we'll love ourselves the way that you love us and we'll value ourselves and see ourselves through the perspective that you have for us i bless you i thank you lord for everyone who's listening to this podcast in jesus name be blessed peace